Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. November the 5th, 2018, and welcome to episode 19 of NWO Wolfpack, the second installment of the WCWS Radio Network. I am, of course, Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw, and joining me on the line here tonight, <clears throat> first off, half the team, one half of the team that brings you Attitude Radio every Saturday night at 9 com, a dual title holder in WCWS, a 2015 Hall of Famer, King NWO GTS, Gerard T. Smith as well as three-fourths of the team that brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon at 3 right here on TalkShoe.com. The Iceman, J.D. Jerry Geralmo, 2015 Hall of Famer, uh, and also on the line tonight uh, making his return, Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, and also uh, on the chat box here tonight, the human suplex machine, John Gross. Gerard, J.D., Gregory, John, welcome to episode number 19 of NWO Wolfpack. It's a pleasure. Always a good thing. Absolutely. <clears throat> and Gerard Lysis kick off the show with those two famous words, my man. Hit it. Hey, yo. <laughs> Would not be the NWO without that, gentlemen. Absolutely. Well, tonight here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we go back to our third installment of Wrestling Revisited. But we're going to do an NWO version. So I know everyone's got some NWO moments they'd like to revisit and talk about. So we're going to do that. And then if we have a little bit of time, of course, we'll do our, some of our infamous wild and wicked fancy matchups, of course. And, and also, John has some uh, wrestling uh, history and birthdays coming up for us. But before we get to all that, of course, there has been several pieces of wrestling news making the rounds here today, one of which I just, of course, we all just heard about here today. And it took every single person in the Facebook wrestling community by surprise. Uh, and with that and several other stories making the rounds in the wrestling world, our own J.D. 
Jerry Geronimo, the Iceman's Men in the Wolfpack news desk, and he's got something right right off of the wire. Right there, still cooking, still hot right there. J.D. still hasn't even taken off his oven mitts yet, so it's just, it's just that hot. <laughs> uh, J.D. Uh, got the Wolfpack news desk ready to roll, so J.D., Fire away, my man. Let's see what you got for us. <clears throat> yes, indeed. And we heard the news first this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, in the United Kingdom, however, and it is not good news. As we said last night, however, on Revolution, how we did not know how Seth Rollins' knee injury would play a part into his knee as he was in a matchup with Kane. Well, apparently, however, the news is now not good for uh, Seth Rollins fans everywhere. As earlier this afternoon, Jonathan Coachman reported on Twitter that Seth Rollins suffered a tear in his right ACL, his MCL and medical meniscus following the matchup against Kane. And I had a chance to watch this earlier tonight, Howard, before the show even started about 45 minutes ago. And I got to tell you what, Howard, when he came down on it, Howard, you could just tell it was a full-blown break right then and there, no pun intended. As a result, however, he will now be out six to nine months, however, and WWE has announced that they will now hold a tournament at the Survivor Series coming up a week from Sunday, Howard, or two weeks from Sunday in Atlanta to crown a new champion. So that means at the moment, however, Rollins will not be competing at the <coughs> excuse me at the Rumble, competing at the Rumble in January, nor will he be competing at WrestleMania. But right now, WWE has said, however, that they are trying to get in touch with some big names, however, about coming back uh, uh, to replace the injuries of both Orton, Randy Orton, who, of course, earlier this week we told you was going to be out four to six months to a shoulder injury, however, and now with Seth Rollins out six to nine months, however. Uh, it looks like that the WWE is desperately trying to get some names back in the fold. Among those uh, reports, however, are early talks that maybe Brock Lesnar might be coming back a little early. But the one name I keep hearing about, however, that could be making his return could be Daniel Bryan. As of now, we do not know when the tournament will start. However, I mentioned it will start that night at Survivor Series, and it could culminate at TLC maybe, or it could be all held on the same night. We really don't know. But this is a bad break, no pun intended, losing two more big names, however, that the WWE is going to be without, however, for quite some time. And as a result, uh, it's just a major, major blow in more ways than one. So that is just some of the names, some of the big uh, news we're going to be keeping an eye on. And all of us here like to wish both Randy and Seth a very speedy recovery. I know it's going to be a long time until we see them back in the ring again. And where they'll be at, we don't know yet. But all we know is that both of these guys are going to be down and out for quite a while, needless to say. Yes, it is. Uh, it's a huge blow to WWE and a huge blow to all the wrestling fans. I know one person in particular here, Gerard. I know that this was on this. You, once you heard this, man, you were just kicking yourself in the rear when this happened here, bud. Yeah, uh, big blow to me. One uh, being a big Seth fan, I almost cried. Um, yeah, it is big blow, but yes. he'll get better and he'll be back. Yes, uh, absolutely, of course. Uh, we've seen a lot of big names who suffered the same injury, and they've been out a long time. Um, but, you know, they just come back. Uh, they, just try to, they try to come back as strong as possible. We've seen that over over a numerous amount of time. Uh, so uh, Randy Orton and Seth Rollins are just two more added into the list, and you know who knows? You know we may they they may try to you know come back and speed it up and try to get back here as soon as possible. But they just have to just try to take it easy there. Be careful. Just hopefully they don't mess anything up along the way because we we want to see them back in the ring. We're all big fans, regardless if they're heels or faces. 
It's wrestling. They're great superstars, and we want to see them get back in the ring as soon as possible. Uh, And also, uh, J.D., thank you very much for reporting that. I know you'll definitely keep watching on this story and also several others, uh, of course, making the rounds here in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, John has a bunch of wrestling history here, so let's go ahead and get right going here for November the 5th. <clears throat> of course, uh, November the 5th, uh, two, yes, 2000, I'm sorry, 1994 in ECW was when Benoit uh, took on Sabu, and infamously, Chris Benoit broke Sabu's neck. Yes, yeah. I remember I remember this moment. The move was so severe that Benoit's wrestling nickname was called the Crippler. That's where he got the nickname the Crippler. Okay. I remember this. Yes, indeed. Also on this day in two thousand one there were two title changes in Long Island. Okay. Test defeated Edge to win the Intercontinental title, and The Rock defeated Chris Jericho to win his second WCW championship. Yes, uh, obviously, the once again, 2001, obviously, was the invasion angle. Not too long before it came to, came to an end, obviously. Uh, a year later, 2002, Edge and Rey Mysterio defeated Kurt Angle and Benoit in a two-out-of-three falls match to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Okay, yes, I remember that. Also, four years later, 2006, Cyber Sunday, uh, a couple of interesting moments here. Lita defeated Mickey James to win her fourth women's championship. And Ric Flair and the late Roddy Roddy Piper teamed up to beat the Spirit Squad to win the Tag Team Championship. I remember this, too. Yes. And uh, John mentioned, wanted to mention one piece of history that uh, <clears throat> that he meant to mention. It was on the history last night, but he didn't get a chance to talk about it. Uh, uh, yesterday, of course, I remember the 4th. It was uh, on that date, 1996, when the infamous Pillman's Got a Gun segment. Oh, oh. Yes, Steve Austin broke into Brian Pillman's house, and Pillman had the gun in his, in his hand. <clears throat> uh, and, of course, uh, John said, Steve Austin is a dead man walking because Austin 316 makes Pillman 9mm Glock. I'm going to blast his AWS straight to hell. Yeah, I, I remember this. Yeah, so, <laughs> and they had uh, to issue an apology to that, I remember, the following week on Raw because it was very, very censored at the time. Yes, and Gerard, didn't you mention that, they almost, that USA almost decided to pull the – Pull raw because of that one incident. Uh, I think JML uh, actually said that, but yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I know I know it was mentioned here beforehand that they almost took the show off because of the because of the. Uh, that's right. He, that's right. He did. Yeah. It was because of the uh, uh, the sensitivity of it. I mean, it, 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 when it got, pardon the pun, raw, it got raw, and that's that's as raw as you can get. Uh, John also mentioned a couple uh, to, to your story, JD, of course, about Seth Rollins. So this was this was a complete total blow. I would have to agree with that. He, I, he and of course, all of us would love to have seen Seth Rollins keep the belt up until WrestleMania 32. I think we all would want to see that as well. And if we know the architect, he will come back. Yeah. I would have to. I would have to. I would have to agree. Because like I said, this is like it's like I, it's like I said before. Uh, uh, you know, like I said, as Seth, Seth Rollins, to me, my personal opinion has uh, proven has persevered through a lot of things, and I'm sure this is something, another uh, roadblock and another speed bump that he has to uh, climb over. But I'm sure that he'll be able to get over that with no problem at all. He's he's he's, he's just as uh, I forgot I forgot who said that that yeah. 
good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He had, he's, he's become quite, I mean, he whether you love him or hate him, and I've said this many times on the show and even on Raw Radio and even on the other shows too, I mean, a lot of people may not like him, may not like uh, uh, Gerard and I talked about it earlier today, however, you may not like the man, but he has busted his ass and he's become a true champion, however, I mean, he's sort of become like the new Shawn Michaels in a way, I mean, yeah, some people love him, some of them hate him, but he's busted his ass, he's gone out there and fought all the top big names, however, and some of the legendary names, and he's passed through them all with flying cars, just like you just said, and there's speed bump, and this sucks for him to be out this long, but he'll be back sooner than later, hopefully, and it's going to take a while for him to get back in the ring, but once he gets back, I think people are going to say, hey, you know what, however, you just had a bad break, how are you going to go back on to what you were doing before? You've had a pretty good career so far, it's just a bad break that had to slow you down for a little bit. Certainly, there's no question. Uh, uh, let me I'll ask everyone here, uh, of course, you, John, as well, Gregory, Gerard, J.D., we'll ask you but, uh, all your guys' question. I mean, with what J.D. just mentioned about, you know, of course, both Orton and Rollins being, being you know, um, t- uh, taken off the uh, active roster for the time being until they can heal from these injuries. Uh, Gerard, I'm going to start with you, my man. Who does, who does this give a good break to, you know, to, to move up in the ranks? Gerard. Gerard, are you there, bud? Okay, he's okay. He stepped away again. I'll I'll, I'll come back to him. Uh, JD, let me let me ask you. That I'll pose the same question to everybody here. JD, I'll pose this question to you mm-hmm. as well. Uh, with like I said, with Orton and Rollins, you know, off the roster for a while. Who does this give? You know, this who who. Does, who who kind of has the opportunity to take hold of that of the spotlight? Uh, a lot of people would say Roman and Dean, but you know what? I'm not going to say either one of them. I think it's going to be someone like Kevin Owens maybe hitting the glass ceiling. Maybe he can move up a notch. I mean, we've seen what he's done in NXT before, and uh, right now he's stuck with the IC title. I mean, he hasn't had a chance to hold the big-name prize yet, and I think it would be interesting to see if they give him a chance to run with the ball for a while. Certainly. Certainly. Gregory, your thoughts on this? And you know, like I said before, with Orton and Rollins off the uh, off the off the active roster, who does this give the opportunity to? Wow, this is a really hard one. All the wrestlers are good, but I got to say, Roman Reigns, he got screwed out of WrestleMania, out of Seth Rollins, and I did watch the main event, but I think it's uh, Roman Reigns uh, in my gut and and my feelings. All right, certainly. Uh, Gerard, have you made it back on, sir? Okay, John, what's your thought, what's your thoughts and opinions about this, bud? Who do you think who do you think will get the get the opportunity? You know, now that right for the time being, that Randy Orton and uh, Seth Rollins are are off the active roster for the time being. I'd love to see who he says. Well, he does. Let me check one more time. Uh, Gerard, have you made it back on, sir? Okay, John's agreeing with EJD. He's saying Kevin Owens is uh, is probably is probably one that may get may get uh, may get the uh, um, big opportunity here. So, uh, Gerard, have you made it back on, bud? 
Okay, while we wait, because I definitely want to hear what he has to say. I'm sure he's got a, he's got a real good answer. But I definitely want to hear what he has to say. In the meantime, I'm going to do this right here. one Call ID 138-521-POUND. This is the second installment of the Radio Network, NWO Wolfpack. Of course, episode number 19 here for uh, Thursday, November the 5th, 2015. I am, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw back on the line with you. And, of course, joining me here tonight is King NWO GTS Javar T. Smith, a dual title holder here in WWS, and also a 2014 Hall of Famer, and also, I should say, one half of the team that brings you Attitude Radio every Saturday night at 9 right here on TalkShoe.com. And also tonight I have three-fourths of the team that brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon at 3 right here on TalkShoe.com. The Iceman J.D. Jared Geronimo, 2015 Hall of Famer, also, Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer on the line with me here tonight. And on the chat box tonight, the human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, Gerard, have you made it back on? Okay, he, he may have stepped away for a minute. And uh, why why he does that, <clears throat> I'll go ahead and mention this too. Uh, I have already begun, as I talked about last night, gentlemen, I have already talked about the next fantasy table pay-per-view, and I have to thank John Gross for uh, giving us this this uh, suggestion. This time around, it's going to be on the Ministry of Darkness. And I have already, and of course, as I mentioned before, per the permission of Gerard T. Smith, I have put started putting the questions on the, the Facebook page known as Top Heel, of course, the page that he founded. And of course, that is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Capital T, lowercase O-P, capital H, lowercase E-E-L. And um, the first match is going to involve uh, Median. Of course, everyone remembers him as uh, originally as Phineas Godwin and, uh, and I think one or two other uh, guys. But, of course, uh, in the Ministry of Darkness, he was just simply just known as Median. Uh, and uh, I have uh, some interesting uh, interesting cast of choices there that you can choose from. And so far, I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Gerard and JD have chosen Sab so far chosen Sabu, the face median, and John has chosen Mankind. But there are eight more choices on there. If you want to go and vote on that, go to like I said the Top Heel Facebook page and and cast your vote. And remember, um, we the first first match also is going to be a triple threat. So I need two, of course I need two um, choices for that in order to make it a triple threat. So. Who, and so far, one of them may end up being Sabu. I don't know, but he's already got two votes. So definitely give it a shot here tonight uh, tonight, or, like I said, uh, over the weekend and all that, and hopefully we can have this fancy style pay-per-view on here as as quick as uh, soon as possible. Uh, gentlemen, if you could talk amongst yourselves for about two minutes, I have to step off for a minute. I will be right back. All righty, then. Did you get a chance to listen to the show on uh, Monday there, Greg? I I did not, but uh, I'll be on the show this Monday. I got the day off from work. All right, because we're going to do the top five of Starcade. Great WCW. Yes, great Starcade moments. And then, oh, this one picture, someone just put up a picture of Rollins. How it says, Corporate Rollins injured, Demon Rollins returns. 
I did see that online. That was pretty funny. How was the show on Monday? Good, real good. Uh, Gerard came in, Chad uh, squeaked in, John and I did it. It was pretty good. We did the top five and at least five Survivor Series moments. We talked about the Schnooker incident, however. I guess now it's a preliminary next month, however. And uh, it was uh, pretty cool, uh, to say the least. I mean, it was really good, though. Uh, oh, indeed. Did Ralph ever show up? Or call? What's that? Did Ralph ever call? No, surprisingly, he did not show up at all, however. Yeah, I, I wrote to him today, and he never got back to me, I guess. Hmm, interesting. I haven't heard from him since, I haven't heard from him since Saturday. Yeah, I told him to get in touch with you, Chad, and I, and, and he he said he was, he already apologized to Gerard for what happened last Saturday, and and he said yeah, that Gerard well, was not, Okay, well, let's not uh, mention that again, so. Yeah. yeah, so we're all cool. Gerard, have you made it back on, but? I have. Yes, you have. There he is, uh, Gerard. I definitely want to get your thoughts and opinions on this. Of course, you, of course, we we talked about the story. You know, obviously, JD mentioned not only Seth Rollins being out for a long period of time, but of course, Randy Orton is another we mentioned to earlier this week. With Orton and Rollins off of the active roster for for quite a while, who do you give the next opportunity to? Your thoughts. Um. I would go to NXT, pull up a couple of those guys, maybe Samoa Joe and Finn Balor or something. That's not a bad. Idea. That's not a bad thought. Mm-hmm. Or maybe somebody bad. from NXT that's been working their butt off that needs, like, should come up before them guys. But uh, there's a lot sure. of talent down there that could be pulled up. Right, uh, and. Uh, John actually mentioned Gerard. Uh, Gerard uh, John and JD both mentioned Kevin Owens might get a push. Uh, Gregory actually mentioned, I believe, Gregory, you said Roman Reigns might be might be one. Uh, so this is going to be good seeing what happens here. Um, and uh, I think anybody right now, I mean, with like I said, you know, we we hear a whole lot more, a whole lot about Orton and, and Rollins here lately. You know, maybe we maybe we need do need to hear something fresh. I mean, don't get me wrong, Orton and Rollins are two of the best WWE has, and with with the best not 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 uh, not being able to, you know, compete for the time being. You know, you got to look through other sources. You got to look for other reasons. So I'm well, hoping uh, that they. I seen uh, uh, Bubba Ray. Well, he was just teasing it probably, but he was on Twitter and he said. He might want to jump in that tourney. Oh, Bubba Ray Dudley. Mm. I'd love to see that. I'd definitely love to see that. He did He's have a great... awesome run in TNA champ as Bully Ray. Sure. He He's an excellent singles competitor. He is. He is. So, he can have uh, Devon as his like, bodyguard or whatever. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Of course, what could happen be Dudley Boy versus Dudley Boy for the belt or something. Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be a sight. I'd tell you. And Johnson, you could probably put Undertaker in the tournament. Yeah, but Undertaker's, like, 
part-time. We don't really want a part-timer in there. I'm not trying to diss part-timers, but we want to yeah. see Seth Rollins was there from, like, WrestleMania till now. He was there, like, yeah. every night. Like, he was... And then when, you know, Brock had the belt, he had it part-time. We don't want a part... Like, I'm not dissing The Undertaker, no, by no means, but I don't want to see Sting or The Undertaker or somebody that's a part-timer give it to a full-timer. Right. No question. No question, because, like I said, we gave, we were talking about this with Sting, you know, in the match at nine champions, him and Rollins, if Sting would have pulled it off, who knows how long he would have been away and did the same thing that Brock Lesnar did. Yeah, but and Sting the, was limited. He only has like six or eight dates a year. Like he's uh, a special part timer. He only has like six or eight dates on his contract. So, right. Like, that's. Uh, but I don't know. They said the Undertaker might team up with Kane uh, early next uh, 2016. They might put their tag like tag team back together. So it seems like he's gonna be around for a little bit. Yeah, if he's still going, I mean, we all won't see him. Everyone here, I'm sure, is big fans of The Undertaker here. So, I mean, hey, we'd love to see that. Uh, uh, Thank you, everyone, for your points of view on this this story. Uh, Let's go ahead and dive right on to our next part of the the show here, ladies and gentlemen. And it is, of course, Gerard, J.D., and John have been witness to to this all week. And, Gregory, this is your first opportunity to hear, hear this. It's our new segment, segment called Wrestling Revisited. And we just revisit big-time moments in the world of professional wrestling. Of course, since tonight's NWO Wolfpack, it's all going to be moments involving the new world order. Uh, <clears throat> and we each are going to just mention one apiece, and we'll have some good discussions about it. I think that, I think that sounds interesting to everyone, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gerard... This is how uh, you are king, NWO. My friend, you get to go first. Well, I got an NWO moment. The finger poke of doom. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes, Monday Monday Nitro, the match, uh, of course, Kevin Nash and Hollywood Hogan. Uh, Hogan pokes Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash falls down. And Hogan, who's not even dressed to wrestle, Pins Nash, then becomes a world heavyweight champion. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. I think this was also the same night, Gerard, that Goldberg got arrested. Yeah. It was, okay. Uh, Gerard, your moment, my friend, you you talk, say, say, say what you, uh, let's hear what you had to say about them, my man. You're going right ahead. Well, I loved it uh, because it was both uh, NWOs merged together. So it was like, uh, I forget what they called it, uh, NWO Unite or something, where it was like all the NWO together. Right. Um, I liked it. Um, the ultimate heel moment, for sure. Um, a lot of people got pissed off about it. A lot of people hated it, but uh, I dug it. So. Certainly. Uh, JD, your thoughts about this? Uh, the finger poke of doom from Monday Nitro. Your 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 thoughts on this? 
January 4th, 1999, a night uh, will live in infamy, shall we say, however, on a lot of fronts. Right, that was the night Mick Foley won the WWE title, and also the night Tony Schiavone made that infamous wisecrack remark from Bischoff through the headset. Mick Foley is winning the world title tonight. Ha, that'll put butts in seats, if you recall. And, uh, yeah, go- that night was a very interesting night, because at the time, they were still battling WWE for the Monday Night War uh, ratings, however, and when... But Bischoff told Tony to make that remark. A lot of people switched over to see the title change. How when Rock uh, lost the title to Mick Foley, of course, of course Mick would lose it a few weeks later back at the Royal Rumble in that very brutal match. But uh, at the time, however, Goldberg and uh, Nash and Goldberg had fought actually the week before, and that's when Nash had won the title. However, from Goldberg, however, at Starcade, and here he was in his first title defense on Monday Nitro. However, to start out the new year, however, what happens? Hollywood with Hulk Hogan after being off for a few months filming Muppets in Space, however, and uh, taking time to do his own uh, political work, including uh, a bid for the presidency, which he actually announced on Jay Leno. However, everyone thought he was joking at the time, however, but they didn't know how serious he was. Decides to challenge Nash right out of the box, however, and what happens? He only puts one finger on him, and it seems like he was just, it was just a ruse, it was a setup, a ploy, and, uh, it was starting started about that time. That's when WWCW really had more cracks than they would imagine. They started to crack a little bit in the latter part of '98 and towards the early part of '99. But once this started, however, the cracks became bigger and bigger. However, and we would see what would happen over the course of the next few years. Certainly, uh, Gregory, your thoughts on the finger poke of doom from 1999 on Monday Nitro? Oh yeah, that's that's classic. It's the history and stuff. But I, I just watched a video on YouTube the other day how Billy Cohen was talking about a honky-tonk man and China and uh, all kinds of different wrestlers. They were pretty mad about it back in the day. But um, oh. I was uh, – you can't – it's the past now, but a lot of people were mad about it. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Um. Uh, even like I said, I'm a big fan. Of course, a big fan. Of course, during the day of WCW Monday Nitro, and uh, uh, but this right here really just took the cake right there. Especially, uh, you know, they took they took a shot at WWF at the time, and it kind of almost backfired in their face. Apparently, uh, and John goes on to say that should never have happened. Tony Schiavone screwed WCW over, and so did Hogan and Nash when he did the finger finger poke of doom. That's pretty much in a nutshell what happened here. I mean, actually, like I said, it hurt a lot more than they thought it would, apparently. So. That's a Gerard excellent moment there, my friend. Absolutely. No question. Uh, J.D., uh, as, uh, has, do you have a, a moment we can revisit, of course, concerning the NWO? Yes, I do, and Gerard's going to hate me when I say this one, Howard. Let's turn let's turn the clock back to the war game. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be on your shit list, I think, right after this, Howard. And you're gonna Michelle if she was here tonight, she would even curse me out too, Howard. We'll take a look back at the war games. The horsemen versus the NWO when Kurt Henning, however, betrayed the horsemen, however, and joined up with the NWO, if you will, by slamming Ric Flair's head in the cage a la Kerry Von Eric nineteen eighty two. Oh my yes, indeed. Of course, I said. Uh, uh, of course, uh, the uh, like you said before. Uh, you know, this is right after you know uh, Arn Anderson relinquished his spot on Monday Nitro to Kurt Henning, 
And, uh, of course, they went in full force at war games up against the NWO. And like you said right there, the minute Kerhanning went in, he started attacking the horsemen instead of the NWO. And then he ripped off the horseman T-shirt and just tore it in shreds. And um, and it, it really kind of, they kind of felt like, you know, the NWO felt like they got the balance of power once they uh, uh, pretty much dominated the war games match there. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts on this uh, match and Kurt Henning turned turned to the NWO? I loved it. I watched that a few weeks ago. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. I was, uh, I was wondering if he was going to turn. They said, oh, Kurt Henning's injured. He can't come down. I'm like, oh, man, that's, he's, he's coming. He's, he's coming to the dark side. <laughs> oh, and he good. did. He came. Thanks, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> uh, JD, your moment here. Uh, what's your what's your take on uh, Kurt Henning's defection the end to the NWO? It was a great moment and a bittersweet moment because Arn had retired a few weeks before, if you recall. However, and then of course, I said of course, the Horseman then uh, thought, okay, Kurt Henning would be good enough because he was friends with Flair and some of the guys like Benoit Mongo or Malenko were. Certain, well, I don't think Malenko was yet in the group power, but they said, can we trust him? Can we believe him? And it seemed like, I mean, Flair and Benoit were the only two guys, and Mongo was like Leary at the time, but he kind of gave in, even though he was still leery they said okay we'll give uh, him a shot and then what happens how a few weeks later however they come out and do the whole parody of the horseman and of course rick flair said along with arn anderson many years later and still say to this day and i think nash even said in some interviews too that uh, they kind of took it a little too far i mean you had uh x Pac playing uh flair howard the nose uh you had nash playing arn anderson however Bagwell is, uh, who was Bagwell? Henning, which was interesting. Yeah. And Conan, you had uh, play, uh, who did Mongo. Conan play? Well, who was Mongo. it? Mongo. That's right. Mo- that's right. He played Mongo. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it was it was an interesting moment. It was kind of a very, uh, I wouldn't say dark moment, but it was a sort of a questionable moment at the time. But uh, looking back on it now, many years later, I still think it was one of the smartest things Henning did. However, I mean, even though he was friends with Flair, I still think he was great as a heel NWO member, no doubt about it. Certainly. Uh, Gregory, your thoughts on Kurt Henning's defection to the NWO? Uh, yeah, that was uh, pretty good. That's on the NWO DVD survival. But, uh, yeah, I don't really remember it. I was, I was 80 at the time, but... I see videos about it. He, uh, it, it was in the cage match, but yeah, yeah I think it was good for business. Uh, John, your overall thoughts, sir, about the Kurt Henning's defection to the N- to the NWO? I said he just says it just goes to show you that when there's a new member of the NWO, there's strength in numbers, and him joining the NWO was more power to the NWO. I would have to agree with that. I mean, they have more uh, more skill, more uh, more power. Yeah, there you go. So there you go. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Gerard, you've done one. Gregory, you have. I mean, JD, you've done one. Gregory, uh, any particular um, moment you care to revisit concerning the NWO? Yes. Uh, when Hogan joined Outsiders at the back of the beach. Oh, yes, yes, indeed. Of course, we talked about this the other night on Revolution. Uh, of course, uh, everyone remembers 1996 Bash at the Beach, uh, as I mentioned before, as I mentioned the other night. 
in the uh, handicap match with uh, Luger, Sting, and Savage taking on Hall and Nash, the Outsiders. Of course, Luger was taken out sometime early, sometime during the match, I believe. And uh, when we thought that, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, Sting and Savage were about done for all of a sudden, here comes Hulk Hogan. Everyone is thinking, everyone is, is dead on saying, okay, he's going to go take care of Hall and Nash. There's no question. Uh, and, of course, even when you heard Bobby Heenan say, you know, during the announcement, he said, whose side is he on? So he Heenan already started doubting it before it even happened. So it was, but, of course, when you saw what happened, uh, Hogan pushed the referee away, and Hogan delivered the big leg drop on Randy Savage. And then, of course, uh, uh, Sting and Savage, uh, got out of there, I think, with the help of several other WCW superstars. And Hogan made the most infamous speech of all time, you know, telling his fans that they could stick it. Uh, and then, of course, I think we heard Tony Schiavone's... I think, I think even John mentioned this on Revolution the other night, uh, something that Tony Schiavone did say right there towards the end of uh, Bash at the Beach. He said, Hulk Hogan, you can go to hell. I mean, so. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah, excellent moment, excellent moment there, Gregory, in, indeed. Gerard, uh, once again, I know you talked about it the other night, but I guess it, uh, it bears worth repeating uh, your thoughts on Hulk Hogan being the third man to join the new NWO. The greatest heel turn ever, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. J.D., your thoughts on this, of course, most infamous, uh, as Gerard put it, heel turn of all time, of course, with uh, uh, with Hulk Hogan uh, turning against WCW and joining Hall of Nash to form and the I, NWO. And, and, I will sec- and I will second that, Howard. It was awesome. It was the greatest of them all. I mean, like we said, I mean, it couldn't have gone any better than that, and that's what really gave the WCW their edge in the Monday Night War for a few years, and it was just it took off into the stretch. It was like not something that brewed and brewed and brewed. It just came apart at the seams like a volcano ready to erupt. It erupted all over the place and changed everything. Excellent. Uh, in, uh, indeed. Uh, John actually agrees with Gerard. Uh, John actually agrees with you on it. So, uh, there's, of course, it's, it's always it's always, it's always good to mention it a second time. Uh, Gregory, uh, your moment here, my friend. You chose it. Let's hear your thoughts and opinions on it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, at first it was going to be Sting. Uh, Eric Bischoff did talk about it in the Monday Night Wars and a couple documentaries, but it was going to be Sting, and, uh, and Hogan's like, who's going to be? And Eric's like, I can't tell you. And, yeah, I'm glad it was Hogan, because if it was Sting, it would be kind of weird. Sting's a good wrestler, but it wouldn't be like a mix of the... Uh, Scott Hall and uh, Kevin Ash. Certainly, excellent. So I mean, that kind of blended into the whole thing, and, and of course, it went it went off like a, like a firecracker, uh, big time. So, and of course, the NWO provided a whole ton of moments, I should say. Uh, uh, I guess now it's my turn to bring up one here, and uh, ooh, well. I definitely want to hear everyone's thoughts and opinions about this. No Way Out 2002. The debut of the NWO and WWE. 
Of course, it was called so called WWF at the time, but yes, uh, <clears throat> they come out there, and he, uh, uh, Hogan comes out there and says that we're not here to 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 to, to you know take over or tear up the WWE. The, the the WWF we're here to make it better uh, and, uh, and then of course after he made that speech um, uh, Hall and Nash and all that just go, just go hug hug him all around and and then of course uh, the match that happened between Stone Cold and Jericho for the belt uh, we all saw what happened there the NWO got involved in that match and it just went off all night after that of course WrestleMania 18 uh, some great, a uh, couple of good matches there: Stone Cold versus Scott Hall, and obviously The Rock versus Hogan. Uh, Gerard, the debut of the NWO in 2002. What do you think? I was glad to see them back, but we all know that it was a watered-down version of the NWO, just like the ECW and uh, WWE, WWF, whatever. Um, sure. But I was glad to see them back, but then it, like, morphed to, like, Hogan left, and then uh, Hall left, and then, like, Nash came back with uh, HBK, which I kind of liked. Then it kind of, you know, kind of morphed into something different, and then all fell apart. Certainly, certainly. Uh, J.D., your thoughts on the NWO de- debut in WWE in 2002? It it was watered down. I mean, you just can't replace, like, uh, basically, to use the old term loosely, and this is kind of me weird saying it, it's like, basically, when you make an omelet, you have enough eggs to crack a few, however. And it just seemed like, however, Vince was desperate after he bought out WCW, however, he was going to try to really stick it to them even further by bringing back in Hall Nash and Hogan and see if he could... uh, basically uh, give the fans something they were worth. And some people on dirt sheets were like saying, Vince, what are you trying to do? I mean, what are you trying to prove here? I mean, this is in 1997. You can be Bishop no more. And uh, you've won the war. I mean, what else do you need to do to just continue to build upon yourself your legacy? I mean, yeah, you have all this talent, however, but now you want to bring three guys who for the longest time were the biggest, no, not to be mean-spirited here, but the cancers in the locker room. They were always finding a way in WCW, and especially in the latter years, to be those kind of guys. They were those guys basically in the locker room. That's why they held the younger talent down. And I think people were realizing, hey, Vince, you're doing the same thing here that Bischoff had to put up with with those guys back in WCW, however, especially in the latter years. I mean, do you think you can uh, actually uh, prove... uh, a point here, and a lot of people were against that. Like, a lot, as they said, I mean, we don't want to put up with that again. We've seen it too much, however. But uh, they had some good moments here and there. It was nice to see Hogan and Rock, of course. I'll never forget when uh, Hogan and Rock made that match official the night after No Way Out in Chicago. I mean, I marked out like a kid. I was like, JR saying the same thing, watching on team my jaw at the floor. I said, my God. I mean, are we going to actually see these two guys? I mean, the Rock and Hogan actually fight in Toronto at Skydome. I mean, my God, that's a dream match in itself. And no one had ever thought we would see that happen. But we did, and uh, it was okay. But then, of course, a couple of the guys got hurt. A couple of guys got suspended. or just It just ran out of steam, so to speak. Certainly. Uh, John, when we were talking about it, I brought up the moment of the debut of the NWO and WWE in 2002. What's your thoughts about it? We'll come back to you while we get to Gregory, your opinion, sir, on the debut of the NWO and WWE in 2002. 
Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, it was cool when Vince did it, when he uh, put the chair on W.O. That was pretty cool. He said I was going to poison them. But they didn't really wrestle a lot. I was really disappointed. Mm-hmm. And after WrestleMania, when Hogan lost, it was like, like a, a plane crash. It was, it was all right. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we saw, like I said before, uh, a lot of moments that spurred out of this. Uh, um, of course, you know, uh, we brought up, of course, the night that The Rock challenged Hogan after No Way Out to uh, to match at WrestleMania 18. But, of course, we saw what happened that same night that Hogan, Hall, and Nash uh, pulled Rock into an... Uh, uh, almost ran the rock over while he was still strapped inside of an ambulance with a semi-truck. Um, <clears throat> of course, uh, like I said, we even saw Rock and Stone Cold team up several s- several times and all that, trying to get back at Hogan Hall and Nash. Uh, I think even Stone Cold even put Scott, uh, tied Scott Hall up and put him in a freezer. Yeah. One time. Yeah. So, uh, so there, was a lot of, there was a lot of interesting moments there. That kind of spurred from this, uh, and then John John go, John goes uh, uh, says, of course, the NWO returned 2002. No one thought Nash, Hall, and Hogan would all come back, but it happened. And John also said he thought it was going to be the same NWO chaos, but it winded down in December. Hall was released and fired. X, I mean, of course, X Pac in the Big Show uh, and Booker T and Shawn Michaels even. You know, briefly joined the the joined the NWO during this this, this little this little run, but X Pac and Kevin Nash got injured, and of course Hogan went back to doing the red and the yellow of Hulkamania, so they didn't feel like he really. And he said they didn't really feel, feel like using the NWO anymore. So, uh, and and John, of course, brings up the moment I just mentioned Hogan ramming that four wheeler into the ambulance, which The Rock was still strapped into. So. Um, Great moments here, guys. And I think there's there's so many of them to name. There's so many of them to name involving the NWO because it's like we said before, the NWO made one of the biggest impacts ever on the world of pro wrestling. I think Gerard, JD, Gregory, John, I think you four would definitely agree that if it wasn't for them and all that wrestling wouldn't be where it is now. No question. So, Gerard, I'm sure you feel the same way, but. Yeah, I certainly do. Certainly, <clears throat> uh, guys. Thank you very much. Like I said, uh, of course, we'll be, we will be we'll be once again talking about uh, uh, some more uh, various wrestling. Uh, revisit some various wrestling moments tomorrow night on the Friday edition of Revolution. In the meantime, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight five two one pound. This is the second installment of the WWS Radio Network NWO Wolfpack. I have episode number 19, we should say here, of course, for Thursday, November the 5th, 2015. And, of course, I am Mr. WCBS Chad Hinshaw, rejoining you again. And also joining me on the line tonight and also in the chat box, <clears throat> first off on the line, uh, King NWO, GTS, Gerard T. Smith. Uh, of course, uh, his accomplishments, we should say, <laughs> a 2014 Hall of Famer, uh, one half of the team that brings you Attitude Radio every Saturday night at 9 right here on TalkShoot.com and also uh, a dual title holder 
in WWS. Of course, we mentioned before he is one half of the tag team champions of, 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 of course, the Brew Crew, and he also holds the WWS European Championship. Uh, Gerard, I'm sure you're going to be talking about this deal with Seth Rollins on Saturday Night Show. Gerard, are you back? Okay, he stepped away. Okay. But anyway, I'm sure they'll be talking about that on Attitude Radio Saturday night. Uh, in the meantime, also, I have three-fourths of the team that brings you uh, Raw Radio every Monday afternoon at 3 right on TalkShoe.com. The Iceman, J.D., Jerry D. Geraldo, of course, 2015 Hall of Famer. Uh, uh, two of his partners tonight, of course, on the chat box, the human suplex machine, John Gross. And also on the line here tonight, Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer. Uh, gentlemen, we have a little more than an hour left before the end of the show, so I think what we should do, uh, as we always do, is fire up the fire up the grill and throw them on the barbie, as they say, and bring and fix up some wild and wicked wild and wicked fantasy matchups, and uh, don't don't leave them don't leave the the extras out. <laughs> there you go. I keep using food references. That's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, John, be thinking of a fantasy matchup there, bud, um, and uh, we'll definitely talk about it. Uh, Gerard, have you made it back on, sir? Okay, we'll come back to him in just a minute. Uh, JD, you know the you know the drill. Yep. Bring it to us. All right, first match of the night, we are going to go with tag team. It will be a three team affair. Texas Tornado yeah. rules. Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood versus Jack and Jerry Briscoe versus Kerry Von Erich and David Von Erich. Ah, old school uh, triple threat tag team here. Uh, Steamboat and Youngblood versus the Briscoes versus uh, Kerry and David Von Erich. I see. Uh, Gerard, have you made it back on? Yep, okay. We'll check back with him in a minute. J.D., uh, your match here, sir, we'll let you go first. Uh, what's your overall thoughts on this match? Steamboat and Youngblood. Steamboat and okay. Uh, and, and John, it's just, it's just one Youngblood, but he's got Steamboat and the Youngbloods. Oh. Yeah, it's, it, John, it's Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood. Jay Youngblood. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. He thought, he thought it was okay. I get what he was saying. Okay. okay. But yeah, he's going with Steamboat and Youngblood. Uh, Gregory, your thoughts on this triple threat tag team made by JD? I'll repeat that again. The team of Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood versus Jack and Jerry Briscoe versus Kerry Von Erich and David Von Erich. Uh, I gotta say the Briscoe brothers. Oh, the Briscoes. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, see, JD, you and uh, John have both said Steamboat Youngblood, and Gregory, you have said uh, the Briscoe brothers. Uh, Gerard, have you made it back on, sir? I have. I'm gonna have to go with my NWO brother and say the Briscoe brothers. Oh right. Oh, <laughs> Jack and Jerry. Oh. The Oklahoma oh, State connection. And me, uh, y'all gonna hate me for this, but I'm gonna guess have to be once again be the odd man, and I'm gonna say the Von Eric. <laughs> 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 so it's still kind of tied. Hey, there you go. 
Hey, but like I say, anything can happen here yes. in our fantasy matchups. Yes. Uh, uh, Gerard, I'll let you go ahead and go next, my man. Uh, fantasy matchup there, bud. Bring it to us. Is it my turn? Yep. Yes, yes, sir. Your turn. All right. All right. We're going to go three-way big man. <clears throat> and, of course, my big man's going to be Kevin Nash. Big sexy in the leather pants, of course. Um, versus Matt Morgan versus Ooh. Tess. Good Lord. <laughs> Kevin Nash, Matt Morgan, and Tess. You talk about ultimate triple threat big man tag. I mean, big man match. Good Lord almighty. Gerard, uh, do we dare ask you who do you pick? No, you don't, but I'll tell you anyways because I like to talk tonight because I'm drinking. It's Big Sexy Kevin Nash. <laughs> oh, boy, that's absolutely the, G- the GTS strikes again. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes sir. Uh, J.D., your thoughts here, Kevin Nash, Matt Morgan, and Test. I'm going to go with Jackknife City, Mr. Nash. Uh, John is John's making it three here. He's saying Big Sexy as well. Uh, Gregory, your thoughts on this triple threat? Big man match. There you go. Uh, I got to say the click member, Kevin Ash. Well, it's going to be a shutout here, guys. I'm definitely going to say the same thing. I am going to say big, sexy Kevin Ash. And it's too bad Michelle didn't make it on because she would have loved, she would have been going, okay, I can't do that. Uh, I I, I can't do this. It wouldn't work. Uh, I've met JD, no disrespect. Before we get into any more matches, yeah. that was kind of funny when she got she, when she got you last week. You know, when you were saying that you that her and Gerard were kind of like the Blues Brothers. Yes, yes, I forgot. <laughs> Great, you got to hear that story. It was it was too. I don't think you were on that night, but it was. We had the we were cracking up so hard. I think we had to stop the show for five minutes. And all of us were pissing ourselves laughing too hard that night. It was just too yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Here's what here's what happened. JD was of course giving a compliment. I mean that that is a great it's a great compliment. Uh, he was he was talking about Gerard and Michelle how they you know how they're all, always you know get together and talk about things. You know they're like I said brother like brother and sister and all that and that's true unity as we of course tried to practice here in WCWS. Uh, and 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 Gregory JD happened to mention the Blues Brothers. Okay? in uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they're, they're the one and only Booze Brothers. Absolutely, that was a great movie, by the way. Anyway, anyway, and Michelle said, told JD, said JD, and JD said, yeah. I said, and he said, she said, there's only one problem, and he said, what's that? And he said, uh, I have boobs. I, I'm not a man. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, good, I was a good sport about. I said, no, you may have that, but I said, you have a good heart. In a lot of ways, and, and she uh, really liked that, though. So that was one. So you should be, you recovered that one big time, buddy. <laughs> oh, big time! Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh yeah, but uh, but definitely. I mean, even though, like I said, it was it was meant well. Uh, <laughs> uh, she might have found it kind of like a weird analogy, but still, nonetheless, it was it was it was still a good one. Mm-hmm. It was still a great one. I mean, Gerard and Michelle are are, are kind of like that, you know that. Uh, uh, Booze and buddy. Okay, okay, I gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard, and Michelle, Gerard and Michelle were standing in front of me. They probably both slapped me right now. 
And I said, okay, take the free shot at the ball. Hey, do your <laughs> okay, there you go. Okay. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. Uh, Gerard, great, and Gerard, great match there, bud. Excellent, as always. Uh, Gregory, um, your thought, your thoughts on the fantasy matchup there, bud. Bring it to us. Uh, I got to say, Batista versus Triple H. Oh, another encounter between, uh, uh, is there a stipulation for this match there, Greg? Um, no, just a regular match. Okay, another encounter, of course, of all the, the feuds going on between Batista and Triple H. Uh, uh, Gerard, your thoughts on this? Who do you think would pull the win off here in this latest encounter between Batista and Triple H? The King of Kings, uh, Triple H. Okay. J.D., your thoughts here, Batista versus Triple H? I'm going to take, uh, let's see, I'm going to take Batista. This okay. Okay. Uh, Gregory, your thoughts on your match here, Batista, tri- Triple H? Uh, this is probably, what, the fourth or fifth time, if if they actually met each other, this would be the possibly fourth or fifth time, maybe, I think. Uh, anyway, Gregory, your encounter between, uh, match between Batista and Triple H, who do you think? i got to say Triple H. Okay. Um, uh, J.D., i got to agree with you on this case here, but i got to say Batista. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. Okay. And John's going with Triple H. Okay. And speaking of which, John's got a doozy. Oh, he's got a doozy. You might, you might get a kick out of this. Vader versus Roman Reigns. Ooh, that is a good oh. one. Oh, shoot, man. Gerard, your thoughts on this? Uh, the man they call Vader versus Roman Reigns. It's it's Vader time. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, JD, your thoughts on this? The Vader bomb works here. Sorry, Roman. Oh, that's the first time I've heard you say anything against Roman Reigns, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Gerard is standing there and sitting there in shock. <laughs> I mean, I, my mouth is down to the floor right now. What he went against Roman? Oh yeah. Lord, have mercy! Oh man, join the club, buddy. They, they're surprised every time I don't pick Go, pick Goldberg and Goldberg's put in the match. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Gregory Vader versus Roman Reigns. Uh, it's a hard one. I, I got to say, uh, Roman Reigns in this one. Okay, John's also saying the same thing. He's saying Roman Reigns as well. But uh, in this case, I got to go with Gerard and JD. I got to say, uh, <clears throat> what was that song? How did that? How did that uh, tune go, Gerard? It's time. It's time. Hey, time. That's it. Oh, Gerard can do it. Go for it, Gerard. <laughs> do it, Gerard. Do it, buddy. Do it. It's time. It's time. It's Vader time. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, boy, you nailed that one, buddy. You nailed it. Yes. Okay. We're all fired up here on Thursday night, here, gentlemen. It's not even the weekend yet. We're all fired up. I want to do a oh. Vader bomb now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
say I did one in the toilet a minute ago. Ooh, okay, we don't want to hear about <laughs> I can't believe I said that on either. Son of a gun, I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. <clears throat> Too bad we can't edit that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, let's see here. Let's see here. Mm. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Stand by here, guys. Okay, I got it. A triple threat. uh, 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 I'll call it. uh, I'll call. I'll make this a triple threat. Diva Strong match. And what I mean by that is some three of the toughest divas ever to compete in the ring. And, <clears throat> of course, I'm. this match is going to be China versus Beth Phoenix versus Nicole Bass. Ooh. Gerard, your thoughts on this triple threat Diva Strong match? I'm going with Beth Phoenix. Oh, okay. Okay. JD, your thoughts on this triple threat Diva Strong match? I'm going to take the ninth one of the world, China. Okay. Uh, John's also saying the same thing. He's saying China as well. Uh, Gregory, China, Beth Phoenix, and Nicole Bass, triple threat Diva Strong match. Who do you think? China. And I got I tell you the truth, uh <coughs> ooh, this is a tough one. Oh boy, we always make the tough ones, but the toughest matches, but you know what that's what makes it so fun. Uh oh. In this case I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Gerard. I'm gonna say the Glamazon, Beth Phoenix. No oh, doubt. Yeah. yeah, so there there you go. Uh, uh great round of matches so far here, gentlemen. Next round is still to come. But before we do that, we'll take care of this. one <clears throat> Call ID 138-521-POUND. This is Thursday, November the 5th, 2015. And this is episode 19 of the second installment of the radio network, NWO Wolfpack. I am, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, back with you here this evening. And joining me on the line here tonight, one half of the team that brings you Attitude Radio every Saturday night at 9 right here on TalkShoot.com a dual title holder in WCWS, as well as a 2014 Hall of Famer, King NWO, GTS, Gerard T. Smith. Also, three-fourths of the team that brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon at 3 right here on TalkShoe.com, the Iceman, J.D. Dirty Drama, 2015 Hall of Famer. Uh, his, one of his partners on the line here tonight, Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer. And on the chat box tonight, the human suplex machine, John Gross. <clears throat> okay, Gerard, you're up there, my man. Bring one to us. All right. Uh, hold on. My mind is gearing up. It's it's thinking. It might be thinking good. Let's hope. Um, mm-hmm. 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 Uh, all right. We're going to do Scott Hall. It's a four-way, fatal four-way. So mm-hmm. we'll do Scott Hall first, the 
card. Then we'll do Jeff Hardy. Do do Edge. The fourth and final man is. Jeff Hardy, Edge, and the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Uh, Gerard, you're a matcher, but what do you say? God, all. Of course, absolutely. Uh, JD, your thoughts on this fatal four-way? I'm going to take Ric Flair. Oh, okay. Uh, Gregory, your thoughts on this on this fatal four-way? I got to say, my NW brother, Scott Hall. Oh, there you go. And John also did the same thing, too, uh, Gerard. He also said Scott Hall. And, oh, boy. Great choices all around. <sighs> Looks like, once again, I don't have to be the odd man out on this. I'm going to have to say Jeff Hardy. <sighs> so, he somehow pull, pulls off the win. So, hey, Jeff Hardy's amazed at a lot of people in his career. So, hey. There you go. Uh, J.D., once again, my man, bring one to us. All right. Since we are, we're going to do a little bit of a twist here. We're going to do Minnesota rule match here, a three-way affair. Ah. Or maybe either a three-way or four. I'm just trying to think here how I want to do this. Okay, I think I got it. Yep. Yeah, we're going to do Minnesota tag team rules. It mm. will be the team of Kurt Henning and Ric Flair versus Brock Lesnar and Bob Backlund. Oh, my goodness. Kurt Henning and Ric Flair versus Brock Lesnar and Bob Backlund. Wow, Minnesota Rules tag team match. Gerard, what do you think about this match? Gerard, are you you still on, bud? I think he had to step away again. We'll come come right back to him. John is actually saying Brock Lesnar and Bob Backlund will pull the win off of this. Uh, J.D., your thoughts on your match here? I'm going to take Brock and Backlund as well. Hmm, Okay, Gregory, uh, uh, Kurt Henning and Ric Flair versus Brock Lesnar and Bob Backlund, Minnesota Rules tag team match. i got to say Brock Lesnar and, uh, yeah, Brock Lesnar. Lesnar and Backlund, okay. Uh, Gerard, have you made it back on both? Yeah. What was the team? It was Kurt Henning and Ric Flair versus Brock Lesnar and Bob Backlund, Minnesota Rules tag team match. I got to go. <clears throat> this is the perfect. Woo! <laughs> He's taking Henning and Flair and 
Yes, he is. And you know what? I guess I'll have to, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to say Henning and Flair is going to pull this off. They were, uh, of course, whenever Flair was in WWE a long time ago, Henning was in his corner, but now he's his partner. So there you go. Makes hey, it, who won that makes, match that I, that I picked? Uh, you're, um, uh-huh. I, I think so, because I think, uh, okay, if I'm not mistaken, John said Scott Hall, uh, Gregory said Scott Hall, uh, JD said Ric Flair, and I said Jeff Hardy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was, yeah. So so pretty much, I think, like I said, uh, uh, two two of us, uh, two of us chose Scott Hall. But, oh, two of us chose Scott Hall. I think so. Yeah. There we go. We got it straight. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh oh, great tag team match here, JD. Absolutely. Uh, John, be thinking of another match there, bud. And uh, while you do that, uh, Gregory, bring us uh, bring us another fantasy matchup, please. Uh, Shane McMahon or mm-hmm. Mr. McMahon. Oh, another match between father and son. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Uh, Gerard, uh, another round here between Vince and Shane McMahon. Your thoughts on this match? Here comes the money, Shane McMahon. Okay. J.D., your thoughts, Vince Vince versus Shane? You know what, though? However, Vinny Mac may have the grapefruits, but he's not going to have enough grapefruits when it's all said and done. Shane will go coast to coast with the fan Terminator. Oh, John also says the boss, Vince McMahon. Okay. Uh, Gregory, your match here, what do you think, bud? i got to say Vince McMahon in this one. You know, i got to say the same thing, uh, and John, John saying you want to know why I said Vince McMahon? Okay, John, what's why did why did you say Vince McMahon? Because it's all about the money. <laughs> I was yeah. see, I was thinking he was going to say because you would have been fired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. And of course, the way Triple H did it. <laughs> yeah, that's just funny. Okay, uh, John, if you go, if you got a match for us, bud, bring one here to us. <laughs> Holy S H I P. You're going. Guys, you're gonna say that too whenever I tell you what this match is. And I and I love to hear who says it first. Yokozuna versus Brock Lesnar. Ooh. Ooh, damn. Okay. Who wants to say who wants to say that now? Holy shit, I'll say it. I'll go out there first. <laughs> I'm the first to say it, I mean I wasn't gonna pull back until now, but I mean, I got a hands on on this one. This was wow. <laughs> uh, Gerard, uh, would you care to actually uh, um, kind of agree with JD on that sentiment there, bud? <sighs> Excuse me, guys. Sorry about that. I'm back. 
I know okay. you're back. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, there he is. Okay. Uh, Gerard, uh, we, uh, me and JD actually shared the same sentiment on this match that John made, and I think you'll say the same thing. And I dare you to say holy S-H-I-T when I tell you what this match is. And I love when you love when you say it, man, because it's funny when it, when you say it. The match that John made is Yokozuna versus Brock Lesnar. Holy shit! David, thoughts I had. Oh boy, it went through the roof. <laughs> and speaking of which, Gerard, uh, now that you're somewhat still somewhat surprised, what are your thoughts on this match? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. He can lift a lot, but can he lift 600 pounds and do an F5? Uh, yeah, I say he can. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'll do my whole stick here. Hold on. I didn't say it last night. I'm going to do it now. Hold on. Let me take a second. Okay. Uh, okay, okay, all right, yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. I'm the advocate and for Brock Lesnar. <laughs> bravo, bravo, yes, yes, right. indeed, yes, yeah, right, absolutely, yes. Uh, so we all know who he chose. There you go. John John is going with you, Gerard. He's saying he's also saying Brock. Uh, JD, Yokozuna versus Brock Lesnar. Do you want to say that one more time to get it out of your system, JD? Or are you Holy still shit. Uh, thank you, everyone. Did you guys hear about Austin, though, in the news recently, today in the news? He says how recently, I guess he was on uh, some CBS Dallas affiliate, and I know the tickets were going on sale tomorrow for Mania, but he recently said in an interview uh, he could be the Dallas Cowboys quarterback until Tony Romo returns. I did hear that. Gerard, did you hear that at all? Yeah. Austin, yeah, no, he actually said this in the Dallas Morning News. He said, I tell you what, I got some time on my hands. I could be there Sunday playing the Philadelphia Eagles. I think I can line them up, throw for about three or four yards. Get Jason Wynn open, get Des Bryant working, a lot of underneath routes. Give Darren McFadden the ball a few times, maybe do a little end around, fake the reverse pitch out, let me run downfield, and Darren can throw me the ball. About 60 yards out, catch it in full stride, boom, spike it over the damn goal post. You all saw me catch those beers all those years, never damn near dropped any of them. You know how much money I can make of me playing professional football as a tight end, but I can't jump and I can't run fast. That was my problem. I would have been, that would have been interesting to see. Yeah. Oh man, oh man! And afterwards, the whole team drinks drinks a beer. Oh, <laughs> and Jerry Jones will yeah. be in the skybox, pointing like, "You're my man." There's Stone Cold. I'm just got Vince McMahon next to me since he's uh, not flying over to the UK. How he's sitting in my box? Because I mean, we already heard that Jerry and Vince are talking about. Uh, I mean, this is going to be the biggest, most expensive WrestleMania ever. They said 130 million. People, I mean, $130 million was spent in WrestleMania last, this past year in California. This year might eclipse it, if not triple it, the way they're saying, though. Oh, what well, definitely have to win and on that. Uh, uh, anyway, J.D., uh, I know you're still in shock over the match that John made. Yes. <laughs> what do you think of this match? 
I'm, you know what, though, Yokozuna? It's going to be tough. I mean, can Brock pick up 500 pounds of Samoan, uh, just uh, Samoan warrior? Oh, this is tough. But you know what? I think he can, and he will. F5 City. Here we go. I mean, he might break his back and might crack some ribs and be in traction for a while, but damn, it's going to be well worth it, though. I'm taking Lesnar, too. And Gerard and Gerard and J.D. Cyber, if they ever saw something similar to that happen, they would both be saying the same thing at the same time. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gregory, uh, I know you're probably thinking that same thing, too. Uh, Yoko versus Brock, who do you think here? Uh, oh, my gosh. I gotta say, Black Lesnar in this one. Okay. Uh, now, before I choose mine to help me, this might help me make my decision. If Brock was to do that move on Yoko, do you think the ring would collapse? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to quote Taz, Taz, if you don't have Taz say it this time, holy shit, I would be someone like maybe King or maybe Tom Phillips or whoever the hell is spring announcing. Yeah, so, the, the, yeah, I, I'm going to say the same thing. I'm going to have to say, and Brock would will probably say to Yoko, Bonsai. <laughs> All you need is Mr. Fuji. Oh, there you go. That, Mr. Fuji go. and Paul Heyman. Just imagine the possibilities of that. Yeah, no Fuji and Heyman fighting against each other outside the ring. There you yes. Go. Yeah, there you go. John, that's a blowout of a match. And, of course, I got to do my infamous Ron Simmons when I said, Damn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, gentlemen. Uh, hmm. Let's see here. Let's see. And then John goes. Brock takes the Japanese flag apart and breaks Fuji's arm with the Kimura lock. Holy oh, cow! Wow. Oh wow! <laughs> Whoa, John! There. Fuji the being person in Japanese, shall we say? That's um. <laughs> and uh, John, 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 you go to AutoZone because you're in the zone there, buddy. Yes, he okay. is. Tonight <laughs> he definitely is. Yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. Certainly, bud. Certainly. Oh, my goodness. Okay, let's see here. Let's see here. Mm, let me see. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, I had one in mind. Okay, okay. Just to give you guys a quick update in football, the Cincinnati Bengals are up 17-10 in the third quarter. The Bengals are up. Wow. Yep. Unbelievable. Yep, good game so far, too. I mean, I thought it was going to be a blow, but it's been a close game. I mean, Manziel's been playing okay tonight, but the Bengals doing their thing, and it looks like they might be uh, heading off. Uh, to, if they hold off here, we'll go to 8-0. and 0. Who are they playing again there, J.D.? Cleveland and Johnny Manziel tonight. The Battle of oh, OHIO. Okay. The Battle of Ohio. Okay, yes. there you go. My boys will uh, be. My boys got a real tough day with Oakland this week, and I know uh, in Philly. Let's see uh, your Eagles there, Greg. I know playing Dallas. Uh, Gerard, I know your Lions are looking for a new GM and president after they let them go today. They need all the help they can. And Chad, uh, of course, I think your boys are off this week. However, I'm not mistaken, but they got a big day with Green Bay next. Oh no, Green Bay Carolina this week, the big showdown. Yes, indeed. Yes. That's going to be a days. great game to watch there. The ultimate, uh, the, the the one of the best uh, uh, streaks here in football that Carolina's ever had is going to be on the line in this here, boys. 7-0 here. Ooh, yes, <clears throat> indeed. 
Uh, definitely going to be watching my eyes on this. Can Cam Newton overtake Aaron Rodgers? We're going to have to wait and see on that. Uh, I'm, of course, I hope so, but, I mean, that's beside the point. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Here we go. Here we go. I got it right here. Got it right here. Okay. We're going to do, <clears throat> excuse me, is going to be Diamond Ballas Page versus Terry Von Eric. Oh, nice. The, the, the Diamond Coder versus the Von Eric Claw. Gerard, your thoughts on this match? Feel the bang. <laughs> DDP, okay. JD, your thoughts? DDP versus Kerry Von Eric. Well, you got the discus punch versus the diamond cutter, the people's champ versus the modern day warrior, Texas versus Georgia. Everything in a match and then some. But you know what? Kerry Von Eric has one thing does not have one thing that DDP did have at one time, and that is the lovely Kimberly. So as much as I love both of these guys, however, and Kerry Von Eric is my boy. Sorry, Carrie, you're gonna feel the bang out with the diamond cutter. Bang! Ooh, ooh, there you go. What was it? What was it? Him and Kane and Bigelow did. Bada bing. Bada bang. It's bada bing. Yes. Bada boom. And then he go. DDP goes bada bang. Yes. Boy, I still remember that. Boy, that, that, that's. And you know, they had one time. Remember too, they also called him the uh, the people's champion. He was actually the first. I think WWE then trademarked it. I think WCW actually was the one that called him the people's champion for a time. If you remember too. Yes, I remember me- 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 mentioning it. Uh, I think what was the match? Uh, Halloween Havoc. I think it was ninety-eight. I think it was. It was either ninety-eight. No, 90, it might have been ninety-seven. I think it was after the Savage match, the Las Vegas Sun Death match, the Street Fight, which was a great match. It was. It was. It was, it was ninety. It was ninety. It was ninety-eight. I think because that was when uh, Go. It was Goldberg. Goldberg and yeah, yeah, Goldberg you're right. Okay, BBC you're right. I'm, I'm thinking. I was yeah. thinking ninety-seven for a minute. I, I mean, I still think ninety-seven was the match. But you're right. I think it was ninety-eight. But ninety-seven. That match was savage. Jesus. I mean, that was incredible. That was no question. DDP and Savage had a great feud going on around that time. It was excellent. Do you remember the uh, few when they, uh, I think it was dinner in a movie, they did a Clash of the Champions thing. That was, I think, when they were showing, this is true, if I I can find the clip on YouTube, I'm on YouTube now, I'll find it. I think they were showing Rocky Three. Savage, if DDP was supposed to be on as the guest, I think they had Paul Martin and Beth, whatever her name was, doing dinner in a movie. Savage walked in on the set, I remember, and the two of them brawled right there on the set, I remember. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. That was Man, a, that, that didn't even fuel the fire even more. Well, true. Well, John actually goes takes DDP over Kerry Von Erich in this match. Uh, Gregory, your thoughts here? DDP versus Kerry Von Erich. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page. I'll have to say the same thing as well. DDP, the man, the man with the diamond cutter. Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> uh, another great round here, guys. We still got thirty minutes to go. Hey, we can keep going at this all all night long. Okay, I can't, I can't do that. Okay, Space Mountain is still open. Oh, Space Mountain is still. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Flair is the owner and operator. So he says he's just bringing the lovely girls with him. However, from the Marriott. 
or, or, or like I said, he can take him back to the limousine after he wins the after he wins the Intercontinental Title Belt, and <laughs> make sure he has about five bottles of Viagra. <laughs> yeah, they'd be laying on the floor and yelling, "Stop!" <laughs> yeah, and then afterwards, all the girls leave, and then he goes, "Ooh!" Yeah. That's all the concrete. <laughs> oh boy, uh, <clears throat> uh, Gerard, let's go around and let's go around and do it one more time. Bring it dear to us, my man. All right, uh, hold on, let me think. Uh, hmm, what did I get myself into now? Um, <clears throat> let me see. Um, you could do three way. Well, the mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan has one competitor. And the next one will be oh, NWO guy in there, but um, yeah, I'm gonna do X Pack, and then the third one's going to be Rey Mysterio. Oh. Daniel Bryan, X Pac, and Rey Mysterio. Oh my goodness! Great triple threat match here. Uh, Gerard, your match, bud. What do you think? NWO for life. It's X Pac. X Pac. Okay, JD. Daniel Bryan, X Pac, and Rey Mysterio. Who do you think? I'm going to say Daniel Bryan in the Yes Movement. Okay, uh, Gregory, your thoughts here on this triple threat: Daniel Bryan, X Pac, and Rey Mysterio. Uh, I gotta say X-Pac in this one. Oh, okay. And and John, J.D. John's going with you. He's saying Daniel Bryan in the Yes Movement. And you know what? I'm going to go along in this case with Gregory and Gerard. I'm going to say X-Pac. <clears throat> I, loved, I loved this scene that he used in DX. Suck it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, uh, yeah, there you go. Great match, Gerard. As uh, one hundred percent, absolutely. Uh, JD, let's uh, keep it going. Bring it All to right, us. this is a good one here. We're gonna go with the man beast from Detroit, Rome, uh, Rhino. And I was spoiled it earlier, however. And you know what? He's gonna take on Roman Reigns. Holy cow! Rhino versus Roman. Uh, Gerard, what do you think here, man? Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> The man who's in Detroit and the leader of the, one of the Samoan empires, shall we say. I'm going to have to go with Gore. He's going with the man beast. Uh, J.D., what are you, your, your thoughts on your match here? I went against Roman last time, but this time I'm not going to go against him. It's going to be a spear, and he's going to feel the Superman punch coming. Oh, you're going with Roman, Okay. Uh, John is saying spear, spear, spear. So, John, I guess you're going... John's going with Roman, okay? Gregory, your thoughts here. Roman Reigns versus Rhino. Wow. I gotta say Rhino. Oh, okay. And I gotta go on with Gerard and Gregory. I gotta say... I I gotta say... Uh, and I'll add a couple more to what you said there, Gerard. Gore! Gore! 
<laughs> I'm going along with uh, Rhino here as well. Uh, uh, John, of course, another match here, but if you want to bring one here to us. And while he does that, Gregory, go ahead and let's hear what you have for us next. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a Divas match. It's going to be Sable mm. versus Jacqueline versus Sonny. Oh! Sable, Jacqueline, and Sonny. Oh, the Triple Threat Divas match. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts on this match? I don't know if this is Boobsville or Hot Lesbian Action. I don't know. Uh, All of it. All of it, buddy. It's all of it, man. (laughs) Yeah. 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 They got me uh, memorized. Uh, I'm going with Sable. (laughs) Does she have the handprints on the boobs, Gerard? She does. does. Yeah. They're on my my brain, man. (laughs) Whoa, boy. <laughs> uh, but do you rather have some? Okay, never mind. I ain't going to speak. Okay. Hey, All right. it's boobs and beer. I tell you what. There you go. Hey, hey double B right there, buddy. That's yes, exactly. indeed. Uh, uh, JD, uh, uh, triple threat boobs. I mean, Divas. <laughs> uh, uh, triple threat Divas match. Uh uh, uh, t- three sets of puppies there. Who, who, which set do you? Which, which, who sets do you like the most? I mean, uh, who see. are you picking this match? I'm gonna take. You know what? I'm gonna, <laughs> this is gonna. Yeah, this is good. Uh, you know, so. there's gonna be sunny days ahead. However, and I'm gonna see the sun, and it's gonna be beautiful. Horror, and sunny gets my win. Oh, sunny. Oh, okay. Uh, and John goes Sable, and he says something about what about barbecue? What? What the? <laughs> Barbecue sauce, Jr. Jim Rossi. He's always thinking of now. Dear God, help us all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spice him up with the barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Gregory, your, your triple threat dealers match here. Uh, uh, which ones do you want to see? I mean, who do you think would win the match? <laughs> okay, I'm getting out of control with this. What do you think, Gregory? <laughs> well, I do love Sonny. She, she's a blonde, cutie blonde. But I gotta say, Sable on this one. Oh, oh boy! Uh, bounty, 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 bounty. Get down! Oh, <laughs> <get them. laughs> okay. Uh, that's a good thing. Ant's not listening. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to say. Uh, oh gosh! I gotta say, Sable. Oh yeah. I've got oh yes, <laughs> and John, that would be kind of good now that they were all spicy with that barbecue sauce. Okay, <laughs> uh, uh, John's got a good one here. Oh, uh, 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 Gerard JD, pair of the holy, you know what? One more time, because John has come up with a street fight: Dean Ambrose versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Holy shit! Oh, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gerard Street Fight, the Lunatic Fringe versus uh, Greetings from Asbury Park. Who do you think will pull the win off in this? I'm going with the Beast, Bam Bam Bigelow. Okay. 
John is actually going with Dean Ambrose. And this, J.D., what do you think? Ambrose versus Bigelow. The Greens of Asbury Park versus Dirty Deeds. Well, you know what, however, I'm going to take Bam Bam in this one, too. I like Bam Bam's chances. Okay. <clears throat> Excellent. I would have to agree. Um, agree with that assessment. Uh, Gregory, uh, street fight, Ambrose versus Bam Bam. Who do you think will pull it off? I got to say Bam Bam in this one. Yep. Uh, and would this be as brutal as the match he had with Hack at Spring Stampede 99? Yeah. I would I would think so, yeah. Uh, twice, twice as many weapons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, and I'm going to say Bam Bam as well after he throws Dean through a car window. Ooh. Oh, talk about a street fight. Well, Dean what about Bill. that one street fight? What was it in ECW when Rey Mysterio and Hoovy Guerrero fought outside of the ECW arena on Swanson and Rittner? I heard about that. That is intense as intense can be. You got to watch that one. I'll stop the find mm-hmm. it. It's a really good one there. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, John, another great match there, but we're definitely going to be going back and listening to this and uh, saying, holy. Gerard and JD will probably listen to this and say the same thing that they've been yeah. saying tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this this is this is this is the holy you know what edition of Wolfpack right here. Yeah. Yeah. And John says, Thanks a lot. Okay, absolutely. Uh and that might be said for this one. This is going to catch everyone here by surprise. And part of it's wrestling, part of it's not. And you'll get what I'm saying here in a minute. This is the bat. This is a triple threat. First of all, okay. This is a battle of the Icemen. All right. It will be, of course, the infamous Iceman Dean Malenko versus Iceman from the X Men <laughs> versus. The Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard, this is uh, very interesting triple threat here, Battle of the Iceman. Who do you think would, would, would pull off a victory in this? I'm going to have to go with my bro, J.D. the Iceman. Okay, all right. Uh uh, JD, I'm gonna go to you last, bud. Yeah, no problem. That's all right. Stick, no problem. Stick with that. I, I I know who you probably want to pick. Yeah. I'm gonna wait till last. On that. Uh, John, who do you think here? Battle of the Iceman, um, Dean Malenko versus the. And John's going with uh, John's going with you, JD. So okay, there you go. Uh, uh, Gregory, uh, the Iceman, Dean Malenko versus Iceman from the X Men versus our own Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo. Who do you think here, bud? Ah, uh, Dean Malenko. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thanks, Greg. Gerard's going to say that again. Holy what, Gerard? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> 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 and myself, um, um, you know what? You know, we, we all, we all, we all, we all love him. And we all we we all appreciate what he does. I'm also gonna say our own Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo in this and J D <laughs> uh, dare I even ask you No, no, don't even bother. <laughs> you know who's gonna win. Me. Thank you. Okay, yeah, thank okay. Oh, 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 you. I accept your speech already, yes. Give yourself glory, man. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my goodness! I mean, the got one vote, and and apparently the X Men is going to have to retrain that their Iceman big yeah. time because he. Let's go back to Professor uh, Xavier. There you go. Yes, because his ice powers didn't work in this case. Yes. Okay. Uh, freeze. Okay, it didn't work. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, and there was a reason why I did that was because uh, I'm sure, like I said, uh, Gerard did, did, and John both remember this, of course. Uh, I believe this was on last night's Revolution, JD. Kind of uh, refresh my memory here. Yeah. That you that you uh, entered yourself into the triple threat match at the first Revolution yes. for the WDW Wrestling Done Right mm-hmm. uh, World Heavyweight Championship, where you are going to be taking on both Anne Marie Rockenbach and Sandy Hayes yes. uh, for that title. Uh, and we also still need someone to face them, to face whoever wins this belt at the next revolution thing. So there's one more slot still available in that. And uh, and uh, and also earlier today, speaking of which, uh, JD's trying to spread out a little bit further here, guys. Uh, <clears throat> he uh, is actually put himself in the match for the true pioneers of wrestling world heavyweight, or, or as I call it now, Tapau World Heavyweight Championship. So he's, he, he is one of the three that will be fighting that belt for that belt at the first revolution. We need two more competitors for that, plus someone, a person to, who will face the champion at the second revolution. So we got a couple of good good ones going on here, guys. So definitely, you know, jump on that if you all, you all want to take part. <clears throat> and we do this one more time. 1-724-444-7444. Call ID 138-521-POUND. This is the second installment of the WWS Radio Network, NWO Wolfpack. I am, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw, and joining me here tonight, <clears throat> uh, of course, uh, st- uh, I should say a star-studded uh, uh, panel here. Uh, of course, King NWO GTS Gerard T. Smith, a dual title holder in WWS, a 2014 Hall of Famer, and can I forget this, most important, one half of the team that brings you Attitude Radio every Saturday night at 9 right here on TalkShoe.com. And Gerard, we were talking about this earlier, but I think you had to leave the line I'm uh, sure you're going to be probably talking with more detail about the Seth Rollins situation on Saturday night. Gerard, are you back on with us? Okay, he stepped away. I'll, I'll get back with him in a little bit. <clears throat> also here, three-fourths of the team that brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon at 3 right here on TalkShoe.com. The Iceman, J.D. Jerdy Geralmo. Who, who just got a huge win over a wrestling icon and a comic book legend. <laughs> uh, also, he's a 2014 WWS Hall of Famer. Also on the line tonight, Big Diesel Gregory Kramer. And also on the chat box, uh, the human suplex machine, John Rose. <clears throat> uh, gentlemen, uh, we'll, we have time here. We've got, like I said, 15 more minutes. We'll go ahead and uh, pull off one, one more big round here of... Uh, High impact, uh, wild and wicked, whatever you want to call them, fantasy matchups. And Gerard, have you made it back on, sir? We will come back to Gerard. JD, go ahead, my friend, bring us a match. All right. We're going to go tag team again. It'll be the team of Tajiri and Mikey Whipwreck with the Sinister Minister Ooh. versus. Luke Harper and Eric, actually Braun Strowman and Luke Harper with Bray White and Eric Rowan at ringside. Oh, okay. Tajiri and Mikey Whipwreck versus uh, Braun Strowman and Luke Harper. 
with yep. uh, Eric Rowan and Bray Wyatt at ringside, okay? J.D., uh, your match here, your thoughts on this tag match? Did Jerry and Mikey were a damn good team back in their day. I mean, I just watched a match of theirs not too long ago when they took on the FBI, however, which was a great match, however, and they were a pretty good team, however. But you know what? Strawman and the Wyatt Tower are going to be uh, telling to Jerry and Mikey to follow the buzzards here. I'm going to take the Wyatts in this one. Okay. Uh, Gerard, you may have back on, sir. Okay, we'll come back. Uh, John says to Jerry and Mikey Whipwreck don't stand a chance against the Wyatt. So he's going with the Wyatts on this. Uh, Gregory to Jerry and Mikey Whipwreck versus uh, Strowman and Luke Harper of the Wyatts. Uh, I gotta say uh, the Wyatts in this one. No, <clears throat> I definitely have to go with the Wyatts on this as well. Uh, uh, Gerard, have you made it back on, sir? Tonight on 60 Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry. Yeah, doing the clock. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. Uh, Gerard, are you, are you back on there, bud? Okay, we'll, 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 come, we'll come back to him. Uh, John, be thinking of another uh, uh, fantasy matchup. Uh, Gregory, go ahead and throw us out uh, your, your, your next one here in the Wild and Wicked Fantasy Matchups. The Rock versus mm-hmm. Road Dog. The Rock versus Road Dog. The Road Dog. Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, Gerard, have you made it back on? Okay. Uh, J.D., your thoughts here? Uh, uh, the Rock versus the Road Dog. The Rock will win this one. Okay. Uh, uh, Gregory, your match here, the Rock versus the Road Dog. Who do you think will pull the win off in this? Uh, the Rock. Okay. Uh, John, who do you think will pull the win off in this match between the Rock and the Road Dog? I'm back better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> and the John, John's going, and the John. <laughs> I can't believe I said the John. Okay, John is saying the Rock would pull the wind off in this. Uh, oh, the Rock. Jesus Christ. I didn't know the Rock was in this. Finally, the Rock has come back. There you go. That's it. Uh, the match was The Rock versus The Road Dog, Gerard. Oh, fuck. I'm picking The Road Dog. <laughs> Is that okay? Uh, and I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to say The Road Dog as well. I'm kind of, kind of surprised in here. Uh, Gerard, we got we got to get your insight here on the match that J.D. just made here. Tajiri and Mikey Whipwreck versus Braun Strowman and uh, Luke Harper with uh, Eric Rowan and Bray Wyatt at ringside. Follow the buzzards. Absolutely. Okay. And as for my as for my pick for uh, Gregory's match, I already said that. I said I was a pick the road dog, okay? <clears throat> uh, and Gerard, 
my friend, you're you're up again, my man. Bring us another one. I'm up again. It's like we're in baseball. All right. Ready to bat? All right. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bat now. Hold on. On the DH. I'm gonna hit a home run. Watch mm-hmm. out. <laughs> Knock it out of the park. <laughs> All right. We're gonna go with.
But the Undertaker shows up and aids Kane against the Wyatts. Holy. And we're talking about this. This could happen, though, right, guys? This could happen. It could happen at the Virus Series. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm, indeed. I'm going to say, believe it or not, I'm going to follow the buzzers in this case. I'm going to say Braun Strowman. <laughs> and Charles will say, what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> holy, holy shit, Chad. You're on the field? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, one more match here, guys. I will bring up the rear. Uh, oh, that's a <laughs> Bring up the rear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring it up the rear. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, boy. Okay. Mm. Let's see. Let's make it a good one here. Oh. Yeah, okay, that's that's <clears throat> yeah, that's good. That's good. A tag team match. The New Day, Kofi Kingston and Big E versus America's Most Wanted. Gerard, your thoughts on this match? So New Day versus America Most Wanted? Yeah. Yes. Uh, America's Most Wanted. Oh, okay. JD, your thoughts are the New Day versus AMW? I am going to take America's Most Wanted as well. Okay, Gregory, AMW versus the New Day. Uh, America's Most Wanted. John's saying the same thing. And I guess I'm going to say the same thing here. Uh, Afterwards, of course, they go to the Xavier Woods, break him in half, and they break his trombone. So there you go. <laughs> and then James Storm flexes his muscles, and the show goes, mm. Okay. That sounded like a muffin. It sounds <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. <clears throat> well, guys, we got about three minutes left here. Gerard, any final wrestling thoughts you care to leave us with tonight? Um, no, I don't. Okay. Uh, JD, any final wrestling thoughts for tonight? No, I will be back tomorrow night, however. If nothing comes up, however, I will try to make it on tomorrow night, but I more than likely will be there. If not, I will be back Monday for sure. So at this point, I'm iffy for tomorrow night, but I'll try to make it on. I have fallen way behind. I know I keep saying every night I'm trying to watch NXT, this and that, and I've been watching a lot of good movies lately too much. I mean, I watched Paul Blart today, which was all right, the second one. And I watched Rain Man. It was or not Rain Man, Birdman, I should say. The one movie I have not caught up with yet, I do want to see, however, and I taped it recently, was uh, American Sniper. I do want to watch that. I might watch that tonight, though. What? Uh, John says he has no more wrestling thoughts, and he's saying everyone have a good night. John, have a great night. We'll talk to you tomorrow for more wrestling history and birthdays. Uh, Gregory, any final wrestling thoughts you care to leave us with tonight? Uh, no, tonight was a great show, and uh, I'll be on Monday afternoon. Oh, okay. Well, I don't have any as well. Uh, uh, And John said, another football game as well, but I will, but he said he will be here. He said he'll be late tomorrow. Okay. So, okay. All right, John, thank you very much for letting us know. I definitely want to thank here, of course, 
my, my main guys here uh, as part of the Wolfpack team. Of course, King in WOGTS, Gerard T. Smith. Of course, you can catch him every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday night at 9 alongside me with um, WWS Revolution. Of course, here every Thursday night at 9 with NWO Wolfpack. But, of course, you can definitely catch him for Rated R Tough Wrestling Talk every Saturday night at 9 on RockingOnTalkShow.com with WWS Attitude Radio. And when you talk about attitude, you do think of Gerard T. Smith. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, also, I definitely want to thank three-fourths three fourths of the Raw Radio broadcast team, the Iceman, J.D. Jerby, Geraldo, Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, and the Human Space Machine, John Gross. Uh, of course, uh, they get into very, some very intense discussions here every Monday afternoon at 3, right here on TalkShow.com. Of course, always preview Monday Night Raw. Uh, give them their thoughts and opinions on who, do you, who they think will win the matches and give good ratings and everything like that. Uh, J.D., good, uh, great job with uh, the success of Raw Radio so far, and, and I'm sure you've been very, very proud uh, that it has uh, that it has gotten uh, a little bit, uh, just like Attitude Radio, Revolution, and Wolfpack has gotten a whole lot of pickup as well. Yep, no doubt. Excellent. Absolutely. I would and like you know, again, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this show one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. That call ID always for Wolfpack is one three eight five two one pound. And speaking of call IDs, if you ever want to listen to any of the, our archive shows uh, right here on as part of the radio network, there are two ways you can do that. Now, first off, you can go to talkshow.com dot com and type in one three eight zero five five for uh, Revolution, one three eight five two one for uh, Wolfpack. One three eight nine eight two for Attitude Radio and one three eight seven four four for Raw Radio, and go back and listen to some past episodes here, uh, <clears throat> and uh, and also oh yes and Gregor thank you very much. The other way you can do that is of course our page WCBS, WCWS Radio Archives where you can listen to all the episodes of of everything from Revolution, Wolfpack, Attitude Radio, Raw Radio, as well as my personal promotions for each of the shows. All of them, all of them have been loaded on there here recently, and definitely give those a listen. Of course, that's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWUS Radio History. And also, I was loading them up on iTunes there earlier tonight, gentlemen, and we are probably we are close to 160 episodes so far in the radio network of all the shows. So we are we are taking it by storm here, gentlemen. We are taking it by storm. So <clears throat> I want to thank, like I said, uh, Gerard, JD, Gregory, and John for joining me here this evening. And uh, of course, uh, we'll be back for uh, tomorrow night for the Friday edition of Revolution. Of course, uh, Gerard will be bringing us here the wrestling uh, headlines of the day, uh, and John will once again bring us some wrestling, wrestling uh, history and birthdays. As well as, like I said, we'll be doing our, once again our wrestling revisited segment, where we talk about just random moments here by each and every member of the of the panel way too tough to handle. <clears throat> and of course, once again, we'll be bringing up uh, more of our infamous uh, fantasy matchups. And uh, once again, like I said, just want to mention three big uh, three other big things going on on uh, Gerard's group Top Heel Facebook.com forward slash group forward slash capital T, lower P, capital H, lowercase E-E-L. Uh, of course, we have started the first match of the, of the WWS Fantasy Table pay-per-view, and, and, and of course, at last count. Uh, right now, the first match that will involve Midian, of course, in the Ministry of Darkness, that he has, uh, that Sabu has two votes, and Mankind has one vote going into this. We need two opponents to face Midian in a triple threat match for the very first match of this pay-per-view. So definitely get to voting on that. More matches will be coming here later in the week. And, of course, the two title matches, no set for Revolution 1 and 
and Revolution 2, I should say. Uh, of course, we now know the triple threat for the WDW World Heavyweight title has been made. It will be Anne-Marie Rockenbach taking on Sandy Hayes and also t- taking on the Iceman, J.D. Jerry Girolamo. And, of course, we need an opponent for Revolution Aftermath for that match. And also the Iceman, Jared DiGiorno, has entered himself into the triple threat match for the <clears throat> for the uh, Tapal True Pioneers of Wrestling World Heavyweight Championship match. So we need three more uh, three more folks to uh, sign up for that to give that a shot. So we got a lot going on in WCB US, guys. And definitely listen to us tomorrow night for the Friday edition of Revolution. And this is once once again, I am Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw saying thank you so much for joining us here tonight. And this has been a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, where it's for wrestling fans, by wrestling fans, and as always, your wrestling connection. And just also, just to leave on a very positive note, I want to leave I want to leave everyone here with this. So, Joe, thank you so much for joining us. Like I said, this has been a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, where it's for wrestling fans, by wrestling fans, and it is your wrestling connection. Gentlemen, take care. Have a good evening, and we will see you in the ring. Take care, and God bless. Have a good night. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.